Hello, hello, hello out there. So here's my question for you. Are you feeling stuck? You know, in 28 days, it will be 2022. And you know what? It's been a really challenging two years. Let's face it. There's been a lot happening in our world, a lot of chaos around us. And so feeling stuck in the midst of chaos and all the craziness is a normal thing. However, with my guest on the show today, we're going to talk about the fact that while feeling stuck is normal, staying stuck is a choice. That's what we're going to talk about today on the Coffee with Rhonda show. So I want you to get ready for this. If you don't have a pen and a paper, please grab one because I think you're going to need it. So as we get ready to end the final show of season five, let's get ready to learn to lead above the grind. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm super excited because this is the last episode of season five. Well, I don't know if I should be excited about that or not, but right? It's a good thing, but then it's like, oh, no. Anyway, mixed emotions. So um, anyway, here on the Coffee with Rhonda show, we are your cup full of inspiration, revelation, and wit for today's savvy leaders. And today... Uh, in this final episode of the season, we want to give you real value, something that you can take away as you head into 2022. So our discussion today is going to be focused on being stuck, how we get stuck, why we get stuck, where are some places that we get stuck, and most importantly, what can we do to get ourselves unstuck? So before we introduce our guests and our uh, co-hosts, uh, tell us where you're watching from if you're out there. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from, and don't forget to tell us what you have in your cup. Don't forget to comment. I want to see robust comments on this show. Your comments power our conversation. In fact, you can take us down a whole different path, and we'll let you do that for a little for a little bit. So don't forget to comment. And I have a big ask. Stop right now, whatever you're doing, and share the video. There is someone out there in your network who will need to hear this message. So with that all being said, my name is Rhonda Y. Williams, and I'm your host for the show. And I am what is known as an RSOL, or a recovering stressed out leader. Today, I'm an executive coach and a leadership development expert, and I help leaders. I really help support them in their quest to create a different mindset and create career style habits that will set them up for long-term success. This allows them to live a more balanced and more fulfilled life. So 
That's who I am. A little bit later, I'm going to mention something to you. Have y'all heard about the Coffee with Rhonda show bounce? Uh, you probably haven't heard it yet. So I don't know. I may introduce just a little bit of a teaser there. So we'll talk about that later. Anyway, for my cup today, I've got my Coffee with Rhonda show cup. And I have some um, Caribbean coffee that I brought back with, uh, from my trip to Anguilla with just a dash of uh, almond and coconut milk and cinnamon. So that's who I am. That's what's in my cup. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Roz, I see you are in the place where you can uh, chat with us. Let's go ahead and have you introduce yourself. Good morning. Good morning. I am Roz Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we help expand the life of your loved one. Why do I do it? I do it to help the caregivers reduce the SOS on their journey, which is being stressed, overwhelmed, and providing safety and security. Y'all know the line, when you can't do it all, give, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> and I have water. I have water. <laughs> all right. Water's as good as anything. Thank you, Miss Roz. So good evening to you, Murray. Yes. Good morning, everyone. This is Murray from Perth in Australia, and I'm already on Sunday here. So do uh, so you know me by then? Uh, my, I'm, the I'm the greatness engineer, and I'm trying to stay awake because I feel quite a bit tired. But uh, and we're going to talk about being stuck. So I have to get unstuck, you know, for one hour to be able to, you know, to continue the show. So I, I focus on making sure people understand that they have greatness inside of them and they unleash this greatness. And my particular, you know, niche is a uh, woman in male-dominated environment and in technical, you know, industries. So welcome, everyone. Uh, I have coffee, actually, so I hope it's going to help me for the, you know, the, the next hour and unstuck me a little bit. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Mariah. Thank you for staying up, even though it's late there. Oh, my goodness. Already into Sunday there. So we appreciate you and being with us in this time zone. So with that being said, uh, we want to introduce our guest for today. And this is going to be an amazing discussion. Um, I met uh, Paul on Clubhouse, and we just connected instantly. Um, our, our comments were aligned, we connected offline, and then we have just now here he is. So, Paul, do us a favor, do a brief introduction of yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are, and then don't forget to tell us what you have in your cup. Absolutely. And by the way, Murray, you are in Perth, Australia, one of my favorite cities in the world, and the joke I can ask you is, how's the weather tomorrow? <laughs> Because it's already Sunday for you. <laughs> yeah, it's already Sunday and it's pretty hot here. It's 30, still 30 degrees. So it was really hot today. So it's not going down. So we, we're definitely in summer. So you got you're gonna have summer tomorrow. <laughs> Wonderful. Myself and what I have in my cup. First, let me tell you what I have in my cup. Today, I made myself a cafe au lait with a shot of maple. How's that? Mmm, yum. <laughs> so good. My name is Paul Litchback. And yes, Rhonda, you and I met on Clubhouse a little while back. 
And we'll talk a little bit later about Clubhouse just as an example of how really phenomenal people can meet really phenomenal people. And I don't know if anybody had expected that those kinds of things can happen. And when we talk about getting stuck and getting unstuck, we can use that as an example of sometimes we meet some really cool people and don't realize it and later. So how do we harness things in the moment? And that's what mm -hmm. I'm all about. Eckhart Tolle talked about the power of now. And I am known best in the world as the creator of the Get Unstuck Now Breakthrough Coaching System. And it's based on a really simple idea based on my experiences from the back room to the boardroom on four continents with Fortune 100 organizations, with family-owned businesses, with entrepreneurs. I got to know really how people operate. And I boiled it down and made it my life work after my journey of darkness. Yes, we all have one. Yes, some of us are still in it. And some of us haven't had it yet. But it boils down to one really simple idea. There are bumps on the road. There are going to continue being bumps on the road. We are going to continue getting stuck. The real question is, how long do we choose to stay stuck? Mm. And that's what today's all about. That's what my life work is all about. And as we're approaching the new year, how do we ensure that when we are getting stuck, because it's going to continue to happen, how do we adjust our shock absorbers so that the mm. ride is more comfortable? Some wow. people like a sporty ride, so they want to feel the bumps. Other people want a more smooth ride, adjusting the shock absorbers. And that's what I'm all about. And I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you, Rhonda, for thinking of me to contribute. Absolutely, Paul. It is really great to have you here. And I know we're going to have a fantastic conversation. As you all can see, Paul is already revved up and ready to go because, he, as he said, this is his life's work, right? Helping people move on that journey and adjust those shop absorbers. So let's say good morning. Hello, sis. Good morning, Regina. I have delicious coffee in my cup. Uh, Regina's out there. Mom's out there. Good morning, mom. Really uh, enjoyed the show. Oh, really intend to enjoy the last show of the season white grape cherry juice in my cup this morning fantastic mom uh michael says go girls i'm back in russia hey congratulations to you michael for getting back to russia and uh and getting back to that cognac in your cup of course <laughs> and then cheryl is out there good morning ladies and gents she has ginger and lemon tea in her cup this morning. And Raj, she says for you to stay safe out there. And she shared the message out to the world. So thank you so much, Cheryl. We really appreciate your support and sharing. Let's dive into our conversation because this is going to be an interesting one today. So I want to start with a quote. And here's a quote. I'm going to put this on the screen for everyone. All right, this quote says, there are two primary choices in life, to accept conditions as they exist or accept the responsibility for changing them. That's a quote by Dennis uh, Waitley. And, and it's one that really resonated and sort of stuck with me a bit. It doesn't, that doesn't feel like a lot of variance, right? There's not a lot of movement in there. You either accept the conditions, right? or you accept the responsibility for changing conditions. So I want to start with that framework, our discussion today on a little bit of a personal insight. 
So I'm gonna ask my panel to share with all of us. And as you're out there watching, if you are stuck somewhere in your life, wherever that might be, talk to us a little bit about where you might be stuck. And then we're going to have that discussion. We're going to see if we can help. And if you have questions about that, we've got the people here that can help support you today. So before I do that, Kaihisha is out there. Hi, Kaihisha. Good morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you, darling. And another uh, friend of mine. And we uh, chat on a lot of different things. She's a pretty amazing woman. So here's what I want us to think about. How do we know when we're stuck? Right? How do we know when we stuck? Roz, how do you know in your life when you are stuck? I know when I'm stuck and I start going back to familiar bad habits because I go back to a place that's comfortable. And so, uh, and, and when I go back to that place, self awareness is like a red light. Wait a minute, what's going on? What's wrong? You know, going back to eating eating bad you, you know just doing a lot of bad habits is a trigger for myself you know for self-awareness and to know that i'm stuck and so when i start recognizing those habits i stop i stop and do a self-awareness a self-assessment come up with a plan and then try to now try to get myself unstuck i do get myself unstuck and move forward but, but when i fall back into those comfort you know, those those comfortable places, you know, eating comfort foods, eating emotionally, then I know that I'm stuck. I'm Osh Jones, mm. and on Clubhouse, we say we're done speaking. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miss Roz. I love that. So you you recognize the return to, to bad habits and to that comfort zone and to that previous place. What about for you, Marae? How do you know in your life when you're stuck? For me, it's more emotional. When I'm stuck, sometimes I just don't want to listen. I don't want to listen. I retract and, you know, I start to be really moody and, uh, and really being negative. And that's when I realize, yes, I'm stuck. I need to do something about it because otherwise it's just a spiral and then start with me being mad at myself. And then by the time you realize you're mad at the kids and you're mad at the husband, you're mad at the colleagues and it's, it's, you, you really start a, a spiral and, uh, and, and it's just that, you know, you don't listen, you just, just go for it and go for all the negative. And at some point you just realize you, you, you've hurt somebody and now you're like, okay, that's the breakthrough. I have to think about something else because it's not working. I'm really stuck here. Mm. I love that, Marae, mm. that when you're recognizing it, you know, it's sort of like this spiral that gets out of control. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, for me, I notice when I'm stuck, I notice, and there's some feedback in the background. So be sure, everyone, that you don't have anything. Um, that's uh, playing in the background. If you've got windows open, Facebook open, sometimes that brings in additional feedback. But sometimes when what I'll notice is that I spin, I just start spinning, right? I, I'm on this issue and then I try to get off of it and then it comes back and I'm on this issue and I try to get off of it and then it comes back. I'm on this issue and all of a sudden until I am absolutely sick and tired of thinking about it. And then I'm like, okay, 
I'm stuck, right? I've been stuck here and I have not been able to move forward. So that shows up for me. Paul, you mentioned the fact that we all have our dark days and our dark roads. How do you know when you're stuck? And if you're out there in the audience watching, type into the comments, how do you know when you're stuck? I'm going to read Michael's after Paul um, shares his thoughts on how, what happens for him? How does it show up in your life, Paul, when you're stuck? Absolutely. And I was just reading Michael's comments. I'm looking forward to it when you bring it up. You know, the, the interesting thing about getting stuck, and I think it's important to understand uh, a certain two, two things in particular. One of them is labeling, uh, and the other one is the amount of time that we waste on labeling. So let me start with the second one first. The amount of time that we waste on labeling is 100%. In <laughs> other words, when you put a label on something as good or bad, it now becomes, you have changed the energy. It now becomes that for you. And that's interesting. Have you ever been, the answer is yes, to a party or a social gathering where two people are talking about coming back from a vacation and they're telling you about it. And you're looking at one and you're looking at the other and you're saying, were you in the same place at the same time? And it's because we have our experiences, we have our abilities to put things onto things which changes them fundamentally from what they truly are. And one of the things we will talk about shortly, you know that one of my fortes is on empowering my coaching clients to hallucinate better. What do I mean by that? When we choose, and it's a choice, when we choose to not see what is, or we choose to see what's not, that's called And when we put a label on something, we have now changed the energy of it into something different than it truly was. It's not whether the glass is half full or half empty. It's a half a glass. What can you do with a half a glass? But all the time that is wasted, disgusting, half full or half empty is taking us away from living a more meaningful life when? In the moment. Now. So that was the first piece. The first piece was the amount of time. So I want to share with you a really profound thing. And if those of you who are watching either on the replay live have not started taking notes, there's already been a lot of really good stuff happening here from all four of us and we'll continue. But this one is going to be a mic drop for you. How long does it take to make a decision about labeling or stuck or unstuck? Snap of a finger. That's how fast it takes to make a decision. How many of those do we get to do in a day? Well, let's figure it out. The snap of a finger is a fraction of a second, but let's for the calculation, make it a full second. Fair enough. How many mm -hmm. seconds are in a day? 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, do the calculation, 86,400 seconds every single day. Round it off to 90,000. But it's well over 90,000 decisions. Why? Because a decision is made in a fraction of one of those seconds. So you remember what I said earlier, Rhonda? Getting stuck is normal, but staying stuck is a choice. So here's the real question. When we made a decision to do something, it either got us stuck or it didn't get us stuck. That's only just for the moment. But if we choose for that moment to become a minute 
or we choose for that minute to become an hour or we choose for that hour to become a day or we choose for that day to become a month and we choose that month to become a lifetime. Now do you see why people have issues? It's not with getting stuck. It's about staying stuck. Hmm. In other words, what do you do with the time that you do have? And by the way, some people say to me, Paul, you gave 24 hours a day, 86,400, but I'm sleeping during some of that time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you <laughs> telling me that you don't make decisions while you sleep? So you see, the idea is, what are we doing to make better decisions in the moment that serve us, that serve ourselves, that serves our families, that serves our communities, that serves our world. And it all happens on a moment by moment basis. So that's what it's all mm -hmm. about. Getting stuck is normal, but staying stuck is a choice. And if I may, I wanna share one quick statistic and then pass it back to you, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. How long do most people choose to stay stuck? I have shown conclusively from decades of research that most people waste almost two hours or more a day on stuckness. And does it ever feel like you're fighting the universe when you're stuck? And the answer is yes. And do you know why that is? Because you are fighting the universe. The universe is in constant motion. And when you choose to stay stuck, you're fighting the universe. And who's going to win that game? The universe. So Every get on time. board. Figure out what it is. Go ahead. No, I said the universe is going to win that every time. So get on board. Go with what serves best. And we'll talk more about that in our on going discussion. What it comes down to is 90,000 plus opportunities every single day to make decisions that either serve us and those around us or does not. So here's a question for you. And for those watching, put this in the chat if you'd like to have a, a, a response to this as well. How much time in your life is wasted from two hours a day? Do a mm. quick calculation, two hours a day times 365 days a year comes out to over 30 days a year of wasted time. So if you haven't got your value yet from being on this copy with Ron, the show, you got it just now because I have found for you a month of time that you didn't even know you had. What are you going to do with your new found month? Put that in the chat. <laughs> Paul, that is, that's great. Wow. Thank you so much for giving everybody a whole month of time back. See, the Coffee with Rhonda show is the gift that keeps on giving, right? So I want to go to the audience a little bit. So Michael said, I know when I'm stuck, when I stop and stand 10 feet in front of the TV when nothing is on. I asked some to give me, oh, I asked someone to give me a swift kick in the pants and then I move forward and take action. I think, Michael, what I hear there, though, is that you do recognize it, right? You have that moment of stuckness, 
but then you recognize it and you begin to move forward. Regina said, when I get stuck, I go over how I could have done things differently. I get quiet as a church mouth. Eventually I do slow work and uh, back out of it definitely with help. And that's that two, that's that two hours of day, Regina, that Paul's talking about, right? Being mindful that, you know what? We don't have to give up that two hours a day. We can make decisions in a snap. What's stopping us from making decisions in a snap? I want to share something uh, with you all and get you all to react to this. So um, Roz and everyone, um, there are reasons, I think, why people uh, stay stuck aside from the general awareness issue, right? So let's talk. I'm going to put these up on the screen. Think about if one of them resonates with you or if you see it show up more for other people or not. And I'll read these for everyone um, who might be listening to this later um, on the audio version, on the podcast version. So it says reasons why people st stay stuck. Lack of clarity, people pleasing, lack of self-trust, fear of the unknown, poor decision-making, right? Paul was just talking about that. We make decisions in a snap, but what if we're not? What if we're, we won't make those decisions, right? Um, it secretly serves you to stay stuck, right? That's a whole controversial topic in and of itself. But how is it secretly serving you to stay stuck? Sometimes it's ego or bad habits, unwillingness to change, Un, being uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, right? So being uncomfortable with discomfort. This is just the start of a list. I could have gone on to 20 reasons on this list as to why we stay stuck. One of the other things that I heard is that sometimes we stay stuck because of lack of discipline, right? So looking at this list, I'm going to ask my panel to comment. Choose one of these and comment, because honestly, we could do a whole show probably on each of them. But just choose one and quickly comment for us on what it means to you and how you see that show up for people. So, Roz, I want to start with you. I can't. I think you're muted. We can't see her as well. There we go. All right, Ms. Roz, which of those resonated for you? Uh, no, I think you're muted. There we go. I should be able to hear you, but I'm not hearing it. Are you speaking? Uh, she might be having some technical difficulty. Roz, can you speak now? Let's see if we can hear you. Nope, she's going to go out and come back in. All right, Marae, let's start with you. What stood out for you on that list? For, for me, what stood out is ego. I think, uh, especially as a leader, sometimes you don't want to go to your, uh, you know, to, to people that you lead and show that you don't know. And I think that's uh, that's been a, a big fight that I had, you know, through my career before I, before I understood that, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, I I I can go to them and and ask if I'm if I'm not, uh, you know, if I, I don't know, 
and, and be really honest about it. But I think we get stuck trying to find a solution ourselves because we just don't want to look bad in front of you know certain people. And it's it's valid with the family, it's valid with the kids, for example. Sometimes you're like, no, I don't want my kids to think that I'm stupid, you know. So you you get stuck trying to find the, the, the solution on your own. And uh, and as you're just wasting time, and that's uh, that's that's not uh, you know very good. And also the lack of clarity. Sometimes you don't know. It's a, it's actually in the same line. You don't know, but instead of asking for more clarity, clarification, you just sit there and you you don't ask, and you 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 spend so much time trying to find a solution yourself. So I, I think those two ones are. The one that actually quite, you know, uh, been present in my life as, uh, you know, uh, professionally, but also, uh, you know, as, uh, as uh, you know, socially as well. I love those two, Roz. And um, mm. clarity in particular. So every coaching session, every coaching mm -hmm. client, we begin with clarity. Right. Mm -hmm. We always begin with clarity because from there, you know, you've got to figure out what you want, where you want to go in order for you to be able to make the appropriate progress to get there. It's something that causes some of that stuckness. Well, mm -hmm. I could do this or I could do that or I could do this or but maybe. But what if I do this and I could do that? Well, make a decision. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a decision. And yes, you could do all of those things. But you can't do any of them if you don't make a decision. So, Roz, mm -hmm. I see that you're back. Um, which one of those resonated with you? I couldn't see the list that well, so you may have to pop it back up for me and let me kind of just yep, give happy me a, to do that. A, a, a refresher here. Uh, ooh, unwillingness to change. <laughs> unwillingness. Ooh, I. I have a situation, I used to have a situation with that, the unwillingness, and that was because uh, I didn't, sometimes I didn't have control of the change. Ooh. I didn't have, you know, you know, I wanted to be in control, but sometimes there's some things you can't control. You know, you can't control the aging process. You can't control death. You, you know, there's a lot of things you can't control. And so, but you have to be flexible. So, the you know the things that I can control, which is my immediate space as much as I can. You know, I can control what time I get up. I can control that I meditate and set my day. And when I don't, you know, um maintain that type of um consistency, then I I see that the rest of my day is chaos. There is no control. Mm. So I, you know, I have to have some control to have consistency to be productive. I'm Ross Jones and I'm done talking. And back to that willingness to change, right? You've got to be flexible. You've got to be willing. So I'd like to say that there is nothing in this world that does not change. So why do we think we shouldn't change? <laughs> like literally, there is nothing. I, I, I challenge people when I do workshops, I challenge people to tell me one thing that doesn't change in this world. I don't care if it's the chair sitting in my office, it will get old, the legs will come off, the fabric will wear, everything changes. The trees, the house needs new paint, right? The furnace goes out. Everything in this universe is designed to move and change and you are no different, right? 
we've got to be there as well. So, Paul, what stood out to you on that list other than I know you could probably talk about all of them, but choose one for us and talk about that for a few moments before we go to our commercial break. really matters. Uh, all of the other ones are important to people who like to put labels. Oh, are we unmuted now? Yep, you're there. There we go. My apologies. I had been, I was muted for a moment. Uh, I said there's only one on that list that really matters. Uh, all of the other ones are nice, but only for those that like to label things. And we were talking about that earlier. The only one that matters on that list was that it secretly serves us in some way. And I'd like to address that because it's the only one that matters. Yep. It's been shown conclusively many different times that human beings do not resist change. That's right. They resist being changed. Now, there's a difference between those two, which is profound and is worthy of some discussion. The universe is in constant motion. Change is the only constant and therefore, we cannot and do not resist change. It's going to happen on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. How many times? 90,000 plus times every single day, we're going to make decisions about what's going on. So the real question is, yes. <laughs> so the real question is, if we made a decision in one moment about any of those other topics that were on that list, other than it's secretly serving us in a different way, and I'm going to come to that in a moment, then really what we've done is we've made a choice to go down the rabbit hole. Now, here's the interesting point about the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole, a good thing, was used to serve you best. And the only way that the rabbit hole can serve you best is that if rabbit hole with a rope from somebody outside telling them, I'm going in to get something and then I'm coming back. And if I'm not back in a certain time period, pull that rope and bring me out. Because otherwise, people who get themselves into the rabbit hole have no exit strategy to get back out again. And we talked about two hours a day, 30 days a year of wasted time. It's all about going down the rabbit hole. Reminds me of the famous story. Psychologists were studying two children to decide what is it about our thinking process that makes us choose one way or another way. One of the kids was put in a room full of every imaginable toy. The other kid was put in a room that was full of horse manure. And they observed the two kids just to see what they would do. And the kid that was in the room with all the toys just sat there with a frown on their face and didn't move. Every conceivable toy in the world that this kid wasn't playing with, none of them. So they went to talk to them and they said, do you know where you are? And they said, yeah, sure. I'm in a room full of toys, everything imaginable here. They said, well, why not just pick one up and look at it or play with these? Well, there are too many choices. I can't decide which one. So I'm just going to sit here and wait it out. Mm. Okay. That's called getting stuck. They observed the other kid that was in a room full of, you remember? Horse manure. The stench was terrible in there. And what was this kid doing? They were jumping and playing and splashing and laughing. And they stopped and they looked at the kid and they said, don't you know where you are? And the kid said, of course I do. There has to be a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's all about how we choose to look at what we look at. And earlier, we were talking 
how people hallucinate. They don't see what is or they do see what's not. I mean, just as an example of that, do we have a couple of seconds to play a game, Rhonda? Um, how about we do it after the break? Because we're we're already a little ways in. Hold on to that, Paul. We'll do it right after our break. So you guys get ready and we'll play a little game. And when we come back after when we come back after the break, I'll also talk about the secret behind what's serving us that we didn't know. Oh, yes, yes, please. So before we go to break really quickly, I want to acknowledge Ma Michael who said that the kick in the pants is welcome because I know how to take action after I'm kicked. <laughs> that someone has done me a favor. Uh, all right, Michael, I, I don't know if I'm welcoming this kick too too much, but uh, I, I guess if that works, <laughs> he said, I'm like the little boy in the tour store. I want all of them. And after 74 years, I still want many things. And aged wisdom has shown me uh, which ones to choose. But in the back of my mind, I know what I need to do. Regina says, I must choose bad habits. So from that list, she says, I must choose bad habits and lack of clarity. However, I've begun to create new habits and I love how life looks for me now. Great for you. Hi, Maria. Maria's joined us. Great. Hey, Maria, it's good to see you. And then Regina said, oh no, we all know about the rabbit hole. Yes, we do, sister. We know about that rabbit hole. So let's do a quick break. And when we come back, boy, time is moving very quickly on this last show, but when we come back, we're going to talk more and we're going to go back to Paul. He's going to talk about, you know, how it might be secretly serving us. And we're going to play a little bit of a game. So we're going to do that right after this commercial. Coffee with Rhonda store and pick that up and eight salads. <laughs> Wait, does this count as one or two salads according to that coffee humor? I don't know. I, just, I have a lot of salads every day. So fun stuff, you guys. The other thing I wanted to just mention is in the off season, we really are going to do some things around the Coffee with Rhonda show bounce. So this was actually inspired by my son and my sister who talked about our intro show um, music and how good it was and how fun and jazzy it was. So I did this little video sort of bouncing and grooving to it and it's going to become a thing. So I'm going to invite everyone in the audience to send me videos of the Coffee with Rhonda show bounce. I'm going to do some big giveaways and we're going to have a lot of fun with this Coffee with Rhonda show bounce. So I'm not going to play it right now because we've got a lot on our plates, but there is a version of it on YouTube and there's even a better version that you have not seen yet. So with that being said, let's get back to our discussion and we're going to go back to you, Mr. Paul, and talk a little bit about, you know, sort of um, what you mentioned about how it might be serving us. And then we'll also have you play a game or vice versa, whichever one you want to do first. 
Absolutely. Uh, just, just to explain where I'm coming from, I am board certified as a master coach and trainer and an instructor in hypnotherapy. I, I certify doctors in hypnotherapy and I have a board certifications in NLP and timeline therapy. So what I say next is based on really accurate, proven stuff. Talking about the secrets behind why we do what we do. And what it comes down to is energy. And everything is energy. Einstein's theory of relativity is all about energy. Everything is energy. So the real question now becomes, why do we do what we do when we do it? And more importantly, how do we know that we know that we know what we know? You know? So the idea behind it is a really simple one. If we do things that are not serving us consciously, what that means is that there's something of a payback inside of us that's telling us to do that, and it overrides everything else. I, we don't have time to go into this in the unconscious, but I want to make one statement about it only. We talk about thinking outside the box. What is the box? The box is our three-dimensional construct, length, width, and height. Here's the good news, bad news. The good news is there is a box. The bad news is it's only a piece of the big picture. And the conscious is the box and thinks that it's all that there is because it cannot think outside the box. But we happen to know that there's a lot of stuff outside that box. How do we know? We get that ping in our stomach that tells us something. There's more than whatever this thing is. So now let me take you up on your timeline. Your timeline is on the fourth dimension. Our coincidence. You can go anywhere, any place, anytime. And my Get Unstuck Now Breakthrough coaching process is all about bringing my clients back in their timeline before the issues in their life now were even ever created mm-hmm. and changing the energy then. Think of it like a, a string of beads. And if I let go of one side of the beads, all the beads fall away. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you go back to the very root source, the very first time when something occurred that you made a decision, think about this just for a moment, because this might be profound for the rest of your life. Before you made a single decision on a single item, whatever it happens to be, how many options did you have? The answer is unlimited. And you chose one of them in that instant as the decision that you made in a snap. At that moment in time, that one got registered in your string of beads. And every other thing that happened after it is based on that. So my breakthrough coaching is all about going back before you made that decision, looking at it again and saying, were there other options that could have been chosen at that time? Change the energy. And at that moment in time, all of the other things fall away. So Paul, I want you to pause. If you could wipe out all previous limiting decisions, all of your previous limiting habits. Paul, can you hear me? Okay, I want you to pause for a minute right there because when we're when we're talking about energy, are you saying that right now where we are, if we are stuck, there's an opportunity 
to change our energy right now that can then affect um, sort of subsequently how we can move forward. Absolutely. Every single moment affects the next ones. That's why we are creators of our own universe. Let me put, here's, here's, here's another mic drop. Write this down. There's no out there, out there. It's all inside. And we're making it up. So that answers your question directly, Rhonda. Every decision we make in the moment impacts every other decision we make after it. Can you change it at any time? You bet. But the question is, are you carrying the baggage of all the previous decisions? And what can you do about that? And that's okay, Paul, you got to you gotta stop. Timeline therapy okay, you gotta, you back to before no, you made the You got to stop again. Moment. Hold on. You got to stop again because that's big and you're saying a lot. And I need Roz and Marae to react to it because you're really dropping some good nuggets. And I want people to process what you're saying. So Roz, um, unmute and talk to us. So we're going to have another show on this stuff. <laughs> what he just said about having previous baggage is huge. It's huge because sometimes we are moving forward and we'll, we are still hurt. We are still carrying past hurts, past failures, past rejections. So if, you know, um, I don't, for, for a lack of a better term right now, because I don't know what the correct term is, turning back the hands of time and going back to that moment and trying to change and, and changing the vibration. Uh-oh. We lost her audio. Yeah, we lost your audio. You well, might need Ross to pop was out and was pop very back. accurate. It's very valuable. Yeah. You might need to pop out and pop back in, Roz. But in the meantime, in the meantime, Marae, I want you to react to some of what Paul was was discussing. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually very. Tonight, can I just address what Roz was saying? Hold on, Paul. Hold on, because we're going to run out of time. So I really want to get Marae in first, and then you can address both of them. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean, like Rose was saying, I mean, we are affected by so many things. You know, there's the not only the decision that we, we, we had and then all the failures and everything that happened in the past, but also the domestication is really strong, you know how we were raised, what people expect from us. So all of this is, is a really a big baggage that actually come into, uh, into the equation and impact how we take decision and how we spend our energy and how we use this energy to manifest what's happening you know, in our life. And and I think that's uh, that's a key thing that uh, we need we need to know is that all of this is part of you know the baggage and everything that we have. It's part of the energy that we're bringing into the world. And uh, and and I'm actually happy to know that we can rectify that because sometimes you know that the energy is not good, but you you feel stuck in a way. And you don't really know how to, you know, change all of this and and get rid of this baggage that actually is still in your head, you know, and and sometimes unconsciously. Rod, I can, see you. Yeah, uh, can you? Yes. Yeah. 
I just wanted to say what what and it's it, it's it's hit me so hard is that everything that we do not only impacts us but it impacts everybody and everything around us. That right that piece right there is 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 the mic drop for me. Everything that we do not only we feel like oh we make a decision it's only about me. No ma'am no sir. It impacts your job, your family, your health, your spiritual, your atmosphere. It impacts everything. I'm done speaking. I'll turn it back over to you, Rhonda. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's good, Roz. Good stuff, both Roz and Murray. And um, and gosh, I can't believe we're gonna run out. So David is out there. David said just uh just out. I don't know what that means, <laughs> David. I don't know what that means. He said before birth and after birth. Yes. So though even all of those decisions that we make and how they are affecting us all the way up and down the entire line timeline are critical. And Regina said, absolutely. Many are living broken inside. We need to do the work. Paul is really amazing. Thank you. Um, we have to do that work. So Paul, let's come back to you. And um, we are, we don't have a ton of time left. We may go a few minutes over, but we won't go long over because we know Marie has to get to bed. <laughs> and, and We need to wrap up this season of the Coffee with Rhonda show. So um, let's, uh, so Paul, take us back and we can even go into your uh, breakthrough system now, if you think, but address what Roz and Murray said first. Absolutely. And by the way, the best thing about the work that I do is that I don't look for business. It finds me. And that's the beautiful part about where I'm at in my life. So I want to address directly what Roz and Murray were saying just now, because not only was it accurate, it was profound. Mm -hmm. Roz, I'd like to ask you a question, please. Have you ever had a cut on your finger? Of course. You put a Band-Aid on it. You put some cream on it. It heals. Now, here's the question I'm going to ask you now. When you look back at your finger and you see that the wound has healed there, but there's still a scar, how much of the hurt can you access by looking at your finger having healed? Mm -hmm. The answer is none. Because all of that was only in the moment. And if what you do by choice is go back and recreate all of that hurt that had happened when you had that cut, that's not what's now. Now it's just a scar on your finger. So all of that other baggage that we carry with us, there's nothing wrong with having excess baggage. Just put it on a cart. Or as Dale Carnegie said, put it in a dated compartment. And when you want to go back and look at it, but otherwise just leave it where it is. So the real question becomes in the decisions that we make, how many? 90,000 plus every single day. How much of that <laughs> is based on hurt and any and harm and all kinds of other stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on in that moment, but you that way. And that's how it became for you. Mm. And that's the key oh. to my breakthrough coaching system is empowering people to make better decisions consistently. I hope that helps. 
It does help. Thank you so much, Paul. I love that. First of all, after this show, everybody out there, we're going to be doing like this the entire time. And I I just want mm -hmm. you to know that means how many decisions are you making? What decisions are you making? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? That's going to be the thing after the show. So, uh, so I love this conversation and where it's going. And it, it feels like every conversation since about halfway through the season, we have said we need a part two. And we know we can't do a, a part of uh, extend it with all of them. But what I may do, Paul, is bring you back in the off season and do more of a um, interview kind of style to get you because you've got a lot of nuggets in there and we can't do it all on this show. So um, any final any thoughts from Roger Murray before we move into the breakthrough coaching system? I mean, I'm, I'm just amazed because, you know, um... Today we, you know, we, we got to realize that we have, you know, we can gain 30 days of, uh, you know, our time. And uh, we also learned that uh, we can go back, you know, and redo some of the things and, and, and really, you know, get some more excitement, you know, in, in, in our life and, and, uh, and, and really have this, you know, fantastic energy to bring, you know, joy, not only to ourselves, but to, to the rest of the people around us. So it's it's really a positive, you know, very positive, uh, you know, outcome, you know, on, on, on looking at things from, you know, uh, uh, another dimension and another point of view that, you know, we I was not aware of actually. So that's that's really, you know, impressive for me. And that's what I love about this show. So Roz, mm -hmm. uh, we'll come to you now. I, that's what I love about this show is that we are all learning. So yes, we're sharing our knowledge and our expertise, but every single show I learned something mm -hmm. and it has helped me grow as Roz stated so beautifully before the last show. Um, it really has become uh, something that's really important to me. So Roz. What, what has really impacted me about this show is that what we do impacts and influences others so if we have that much influence on other people what our decisions change what our actions change i'm done speaking all right thank you so much Roz. profound question so i'm going to ask the audience members out there if you're out there watching whether you're watching live or, or on the replay what questions do you have about being stuck um, what comes up for you in this conversation? Because this is an opportunity. As we wrap up the show, we can switch it up for the final show and we can ask Paul to answer a question for you or something like that while we have this. So before we do that, let's do our coffee picture before we get too carried away here. So Paul, hold up your cup. We got, there we go. Got it. Thank you. Fantastic. So let's go into um, our what's into your cup of final segment, knowing that we're going to switch this up a little bit. So we're going to have Paul uh, take us through. You want, it's not we don't have a ton of time left, Paul, but we want you to quickly take us through your breakthrough coaching system because I want people to take away the steps. Right. What do I do to help move through my stuckness? Then we will get our final comments from everybody on the panel before we wrap up the show. So we'll do that right after this. All right, so I am excited. And uh, before we do that, 
Regina said, great point, Roz and Murray. Yeah, really powerful, right, Regina? This discussion has been really good. And then Michael said, get rolling, Roz. A rolling stone does not gather no moss. It carries very little baggage with it. And I stay rolling and constantly uh, through, throw away the old baggage. Yeah, you know, that's a choice. I like, though, what Michael said about you don't have to get rid of it. That feels heavy to me, right? That feels like a lot of work. I got to go back and undo all of this stuff. You don't have to do any of that. You can simply compartmentalize it. You can simply choose to set it aside, get a favorite little closet, visualize your closet. Like I've got a little cabinet here in my office, right? I can say, all right, all of my baggage is going to go right up here in this cabinet. I'm going to stick it all up there. And when I want to revisit it, when I want something, I know where it is. Otherwise, it will stay in its place and it will not take me down rabbit holes. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to put this up on the screen for you, Paul, and then ask you to quickly talk through um, your, your uh, breakthrough sy system. So here we go. All right. So this is the Get Unstuck Now Breakthrough Coaching System. So, Paul, if you could quickly share with us what the audience can do to get unstuck um, right now in their life and take us through these three, three steps kind of succinctly, if you can. And in the meantime, if you're out there and you have any questions about being stuck, whether that's personal, career, relationships, uh, wherever that might be, old traumas in your life, please jot those into the comments. So, Paul, you want to talk us through... Uh, how we get unstuck. Absolutely. In fact, the good news, Rhonda, is that we've already been showing ourselves in this session each of those three steps all along. So what I'd like to do is just give you a real fast introduction to what one can do as we're coming to the new year and we're planning for our future ahead. For those that are watching this after the fact, we're two years into this COVID mess and still don't know where things are going. So the question is, how is it that we find ourselves making these decisions, but not clear, as Roz was saying, the impact that it has on ourselves and other people when we make them? So I want to show you in less one second how powerful that is, and how to harness that capability for ourselves and for others around us. I'm going to ask you, each of the three of us, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'll tell you what it is. And immediately after you have heard me ask you, I'd like you just to do it. Again, it's safe. So far, so good? Sit so comfortably far, so in good. your chairs. I'm going to ask you to do something, and then we're all going to watch you do it. Fair enough? <laughs> Okay. Well, Roz is in the car, so obviously be aware of that. And That's I'm fine. actually Roz standing can do up it in the car. not in the chair. Roz can do it in the car. And here's the beauty of it. It's all about what you do in the moment. So I'm going to ask you right now to do, do something. Would you right now, please show me and everybody else watching us right now, what do you look like when you feel good. Do it. <laughs> How long did it take for you to react? It was instant. Now, here's my question for you. I asked you to show me what you look like when you feel good. 
did I ask you to go crazy? <laughs> no, but you did. Did I ask you to open your eyes and let more light in? No, but you did. Did I ask you to sit more erect in your chair and go, oh, something's happening here? No, but you did. In other words, yes, that's right, Roz. Yes, in other words, when you harness the moment in a way that serves you best, good things happen for you and for everybody else around you. And the key to that exercise is that you already knew what to do. All you needed was a prompt to access it in the moment. And I gave you no opportunity to react by thinking or analyzing or comparing. Or and that's what I do for my breakthrough coaching clients. How do you get unstuck? By ensuring that what you're doing serves you. And earlier we talked about the difference between the conscious and the unconscious. Here it is in a nutshell. The conscious is the box and only knows what's inside the box. And that is only 10% of who we are as human beings. The other 90 freaking percent is outside the box. So if you want your life to become more meaningful, would you bet on a 10% opportunity or the 90%? And I think the answer is clear now. So anybody who would like to know more about this, I welcome you. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can be of support to you. Uh, looking for more opportunities to contribute to individuals yep. and to organizations. If you have a podcast or a group out there like Rhonda's awesome one today that you think this would be meaningful for them, would you connect me, please? Absolutely. Again, so, Rhonda, Paul, hold on so one second. For letting me Roz, today. All right. Yeah, I'm coming to you, Roz. Roz has a Roz. Question. Can I talk? Okay. Yeah, oh, please. Can I go ahead? Yeah. I just, Paul, he, he just messed me up. <laughs> we have what we need. We just haven't discovered how to use it. We haven't taken advantage of our benefits. This man just fixed us. <laughs> we got it. We just haven't used it. We haven't used our benefits. It's like an insurance policy. It's there. It's there. But we haven't used the benefits. I'm done speaking. I'm done. No, that is good, Roz. Good stuff. Because Roz, Roz, it's always been there and it always will be there. Rhonda, do I have 10 seconds to show you my game? Yes. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. This is a magician's trick. There are two horseshoes and there is a ring on the horseshoes and the ring cannot come off the horseshoes. What you were describing was exactly that, except for one thing, the ring does come off the horseshoes and it comes <laughs> off rather, doesn't it? And that's what I do.
I mm -hmm. empower people who think it's impossible to do what they cannot do because they labeled it as something they cannot do and show them how to access what you just described. We have everything we need. Mm -hmm. It may not be visible right now, but it's there. And that's why who, what we do ensure that the decisions we're making serve us better and then we're harnessing the 90 percent <laughs> wow so so we're gonna uh roz hold on we're gonna uh do our wrap up and then so this is this is a little crazy right now this is yeah. so hold on roz because we're gonna give you a chance to get all of that that's up here out we want it out this is the last episode of the season and i don't want you leaving anything inside i want it all on the table so let's go in just a second so but first, I want to just acknowledge a few things. Um, so Regina was out there when we were asking folks to share a question. She said, is there such a thing as starting over at age 59, doing some new fun and different things um, in life, I think is what um, she meant. So Regina, um, hold on to that. I'm going to ask Paul in just his final wrap up um, to address that for us. Is there such a thing? You got that question, Paul? Hold on to that for a second. Um, and then Michael says, the is yes. uh, right on Rhonda, store it a little bit farther away so you can't get back to it so easy. So Michael said, my cabinet is too close. I might just reach in there every day and just grab that baggage out. Michael, thank you for that. I will definitely store it in the garage, in the back, down under some boxes and all of that. I'll make it more challenging. Uh, Regina says, I'm dancing when I feel good. And then she said, LOL, Paul, she thought your whole thing was just great. And then Michael said, all Paul did was kick you in the seat of your pants. So back to his analogy earlier of kicking mm -hmm. us in the seat of the pants. I see where you're going uh, with that and said, uh, Regina said, yes, Paul, we already knew what to do. Thank you. Amazing. And I love that task. And then mom said, let's not forget about those who are into a clique, judging everyone who walks into a room, office, lobby, no reason. Brings to mind the phrase stuck on stupid. <laughs> mom, yes, there <laughs> There are a lot of people who are stuck on stupid. Oh my goodness. We can get, all can fix that too. Mm -hmm. So we're going to wrap, wrap up right now, guys. It is five minutes after the hour. So let's start our final segment. And Marae, I want to come to you first, give you an opportunity to share any thoughts, any final takeaways and anything that we put in your cup this discussion. Oh my God, we got the power. So that's really Thing. You know, we got the power and we have to step into this power because, you know, we don't have any excuses anymore. Like, you know, Rose was saying, we have it all. So let's grab this power and yes. use it, you know, in, in a positive way and to, to get what we want. Because at the end of the day, you know, those decisions, like, like what Paul was saying, we, we have to take those decisions that serve us. So we got the power and that's really the you know the the, the key thing i'm so happy about it <laughs> i love it thank you marae and we can make 90 how many decisions a day paul what was it 90 oh, well over ninety thousand. wow yeah you see every single moment is an opportunity to make a new decision if you are stuck right now you can choose change your energy, reclaim mm -hmm. your power and make a new decision. Going into 2022, there is no reason for you to stay stuck. There and, was a reason why you good, got stuck. And no good thing as a mom, I'm gonna share all of this with my children, no more complaining. <laughs> you got everything. 
oh no, Rhonda, Marie, your children are going to hate me. <laughs> They're going to say no more coffee with Rhonda for you. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marae. Uh, Roz, what are your final takeaways? What is? What are you taking away in your cup? The only reason why people are operating in the dark is because they haven't connected to their power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Or they have unknowingly given it away right? They have given that power away to someone that doesn't deserve to have it because frankly, no one deserves to have your power. I don't care who it is. It is yours. It was given to you and you have to take ownership and responsibility of it. So um, so that was, that was really, really good. So um, Paul, what would you like to share as a final takeaway? I would like you to just answer Regina's question about, is it too late? You know, can you at this age, do something new, and then just uh, just close us out in in terms of anything else that you want to share with folks in their takeaway. But you got to do it quickly because we don't have much time. Less less than thirty seconds. How's that? Awesome. Roz, in answer to your point, now, but think of it like a lamp. Unless the lamp is plugged in, if you turn it on, the light doesn't come on. All you have to do is plug it in, then turn it on. Murray, in answer to your point about your kids, a problem without a solution is just a complaint. So ask them, great, what would you like to do about it? And then you can work together on it. And my final closing point is, it is what it is, or is it? And that's all about labeling things. Focus on what serves you. Focus on what serves your community. Focus on what serves the world. And in answer to the question we had in the chat, can you change at any age? And the answer is absolutely. My timeline therapy work is all about that. So in less than a couple of hours, you are the same person that you were before except you no longer have any of those limitations, none of those limiting decisions, and all of that attached negative energy that you had, anger, hurt, shame, fear, guilt, sadness, all of those things, gone permanently. So you now have the ability to focus on what can serve you for the rest of your life from that moment on. And I I welcome anybody who'd like to look into doing that for yourselves. It's like a reset for your life. You're the same person you were before, but now you're not carrying that baggage anymore. Rhonda, again, thank you for letting me contribute, and I'm looking forward to coming back again. You are all three of you. Awesome. And the comments? Everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul, for being here. Just, you know, a couple of final comments out there. Michael said, hey, he has that book that you showed um, it's on his desk and I've used it. Awesome. Uh, Regina said it was all good. Mom, it was good. If you're, <laughs> she said, if you're stuck, snap. Is that it, Regina? If you're stuck, snap, make a freaking decision and let's move. Let's go. So anyway, this has been an amazing season, everyone. We have had so much fun. I hope you all have enjoyed the season as well as we've continued to try to bring value. I feel like I'm working with the two most amazing co-hosts ever, Roz and Marae. You guys are both amazing and awesome. Thank you so much 
for riding this wave with us. And if you're out there and you're watching the show, sharing the show, thank you for your support. We greatly appreciate it. We will be back in March, mid-March, around March 19th, it's sometime around there. And all right, so let me ask a quick question. Does how about we go take us out of the show with just a little preview of the new Coffee with Rhonda show bounce video? I don't know, Roz and Marae, should we show it? I'm nervous. You think we should do it? Oh Lord. All right. All right. So this is me. This is me stepping out of that 10% box, Paul. Okay. So um, I'm going to just play a little bit of this uh, Coffee with Rhonda show bounce that we did. And my and Christopher, who is the gentleman who does my branding, is amazing. And you guys, he has done some really cool stuff with it. So I'm going to share my screen and we are going to uh, take us out on this, on this new... I don't even know what you call it. Whatever this thing is, we're going to take us out on that one. All right. You guys ready for this? Thank you so much for tuning in. We enjoyed your support. And we'll see you back here next season. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to, I just wanted to show a little bit of it, right? That will that now awesome. be done. Uh, as the Coffee with Rhonda show bounce, we're going to do some fun things with it. You guys get your cameras ready. We're going to ask you to send some bounce videos. We're going to ask Roz and Marae, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So thank you all for being here and hanging out with us this season. Michael says, great season. Super, let's dance. Let's dance, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was very out of the box, you guys. So thank you so much for being here for my panel and my uh, co-host. Stay tuned for just a moment. For everyone else, we will see you back here next week, uh, next season. But stay tuned because we'll be sharing some really cool things to get you through the off season so you don't have any withdrawals. So thank you so much, everyone. And on that note, now we will do our real ending. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, <so> <laughs>